What are some of the legacies of Rome? In terms of government, Rome's legacy is a separation of the government's branches, executive, legislative, and judiciary. The executive branch of Rome during the Republic was the consuls, the legislative was the assemblies who made the laws and the senate which decreed them, and the judges were the judiciary. The people's assembly served to vote for the consuls in the same way common people vote for elected officials in the present day. During the empire, the executive branch was the emperor, the legislative was the assembly's senate, and the judiciary remained the judges. The concept that everyone was subject to the law equally, no matter their social class, is also a Roman innovation, as is trial by jury, civil rights, personal wills, and business corporations. The Twelve Tables addressed specifics of the law as well as penalties. The Twelve Tables were expanded under the reign of Justinian I into 50 books of law, known as the Pandects, but better known today as the Roman Digest, which was lost, actually, with the fall of Rome and only discovered in the Middle Ages, around 1070 CE, at which time it became the basis for the laws of Europe. Although Athens, Greece is the birthplace of democracy, Rome was where that concept developed. The laws initiated by the government of Rome, as well as the system of government, were the model for the United States of America's founding fathers. Roman law is still the basis of U.S. law, from serious matters such as murder or treason, to your ability to return some product that doesn't work or that you find you don't want. When you order something online, you know, and then it doesn't work or it doesn't fit, you return it. Well, that practice began in ancient Rome when it became legal to return defective or unwanted purchases for a refund or a replacement. Engineering, sciences, art, and architecture follow this same pattern as many of the commonplace items we take for granted today were either invented or developed by the Romans. The Roman road is the most famous example, but the Romans also made concrete, which most people think was a 19th century CE development, and they also perfected the vault, the arch, and the dome in building projects. Roman roads, buildings, arches, and aqueducts still stand today over 2,000 years after they were built. Roman architecture was so impressive, both in how it functioned and in how the buildings looked, that it became the model for later buildings throughout the world. In the United States, the Capitol building is based on the Roman Pantheon, and the Lincoln and Jefferson memorials are both patterned after Roman architecture. Ancient Rome had many of the same services and leisure activities as the present day. If any of their buildings caught fire, they were put out by the volunteer fire department, and buildings and people were protected by a police force known as the cohorts urbane. The city's sanitation was managed by a highly developed sewer system, and Romans also enjoyed sports, games, and theater just as people do today. The concept of the amphitheater, a Greek creation, was fully developed by the Romans, and people would fill the seats to see their favorite teams play or hear a popular poet or writer recite or watch the gladiatorial games. The Roman development of the amphitheater, actually, is an excellent example of one of Rome's most important policies, borrowing and improving on the concepts and inventions of other cultures which they'd absorb into the empire. When they conquered a region, they adapted whatever they felt worked best for them. Sometimes they encountered a people they simply could not deal with, like the Picts of Scotland. So they'd build a wall, Hadrian's Wall and the latter Antonine Wall, to separate their lands from the other peoples. These walls, especially Hadrian's Wall, 
served more of a symbolic purpose than a practical one. They symbolized Rome's power, but they weren't that effective at keeping people out. Anyone who wants to cross a border will find a way over, under, or around a wall, and this is historically proven. So Hadrian's Wall was no different in this regard. Usually, though, Roman walls aside, the Romans would conquer a region and then adapt the best aspects of those people, of that culture, for their own use, while improving the conquered land through cultural transmission. The Romans recognized that the diversity of concepts could only strengthen their own culture, and so they borrowed widely in many areas, including religion, engineering, art, architecture, and literature, just to name a few. The Romans spoke Latin, and this language spread to regions conquered by Rome in the same way that Roman architecture and overall culture did. The Latin language is the basis for the Romance languages of French, Italian, and Spanish, and many Latin words or phrases remain in use today or form the basis for English words. School, for example, comes from the Latin scola, and island from the Latin insula. Rome also developed the apartment building, also known as insula because it was like an island of its own in a city, and the city block, which was also called an insula. These apartment buildings had owners and landlords running water and sanitation, just like apartment buildings today. In the summers, without air conditioning, it was pretty hot in a Roman apartment, and the people would go to public parks to swim and sit in the shade, just as they do today. It is actually very difficult to imagine the modern world as we know it without the legacy of ancient Rome.